whenever you you want to start you want to start this thing should yeah. we do it let's do it yeah it's a summer morning here in brooklyn yeah the heat finally broke oh my god i needed that yeah a little bit you can have the windows open yeah you can relax easy breezy easy breezy beautiful cover you, girl you can smoke a fucking incredibly fat jay this is about as fat as i can roll a jay yeah you got some work to do to like roll a really fat one well i just need thicker papers i think but i'm gonna smoke this one mm-hmm. this is a little odds and ends episode yeah a little check-in yeah with our homies well we're trying to be able to do a little more short and sweet right Whatever you say. Well, I mean, I feel like there's no rules. And the one thing that we've been talking about lately, which I'm pretty excited about, is maybe doing our own psychedelic morning show, because why not? Yeah, yeah. The idea with that is if we could somehow gain our focus to do five, ten-minute shows a week, I think that'd be really cool. The name of the show is The Come Up, and it's me and Cass basically starting the morning with you because like when we sit down for breakfast we always throw on a little 10 minute youtube clip and it's usually like news or some kind of bullshit like that but i'm like fucking man if there was a psychedelic fucking morning show i would fucking totally tune in yeah because we could all get on the same page i don't know it's it's a seedling of an idea Mm. but I really, I mean, I know we've been talking about it for a while, but I'm going to call it a seedling until we actually start recording it. Yeah, it feels like that's something for uh, September or October. Yeah. We got some other shit going on, but mm-hmm. that um that would be really fun. That would be fun. A new star in the very ape constellation. Yeah, I don't know why. We're just so compelled to keep doing things. Yeah. It, it, there's something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it keeps the... um energy moving you why know? do we keep doing things yeah because it's not like any one particular thing has like been super successful that you're oh, like no. like oh i'm just gonna maybe that's maybe that's exactly why we keep doing things i don't know if we're like i feel very content with how things are but i also just feel like there's so much more space to explore and i learn so much and it's, it's just a fun process for us and the beautiful thing about podcasting and YouTube and all this stuff is we have no boss. Yeah. We can put it out. People can watch it for free. Or not. Or not. That's the best part. You don't have to watch it. Mm. That's why it's always funny when you see somebody being like bitter towards us. It's like, just ignore us. Like, I don't know. We don't think we're fucking, we don't think we're rad shit or anything. Just ignore us. We're, we're just moving energy. Yeah. That's why I think we keep doing things. I think it has nothing to do with success or audience or even the connection we have with people i think it has to do with just moving energy that's why we're doing this right now we have nothing to say i have so <laughs> much to say no i really don't but have you know what i mean say. like doesn't it feel like we're in a stage of our life that um we're like a, a snake shedding its skin right now mm-hmm. and, and i've noticed it now for maybe three or four weeks the signs from the universe like shed it let it go Mm. don't get too hung up don't cling you know around the time we took um ayahuasca a few weeks ago it really started to become apparent to me 
that we need to move energy. We need to let go of things. We need to shed things to create space for new people and, and things in our life. Right. Isn't it the worst when you like have this thing that you think you want to do and like things will be different after you do it and you just don't do it because you're scared of things being different, but you have to do it to realize, oh, that didn't even change anything. What was I so scared of? Oh, yeah. You know, it's like you got to You got to know rather than think about how something could, would, should be. Totally. I mean, I, I think for us. And I don't know, tell me if tell me if you have a different sense of it, but it feels like the skin we're shedding is a necessary one where we're like these completely autonomous people who we don't need anything from anybody. We're just fucking here and we'll put out our little transmissions and whatever. We we make a commercial once a year and it pays our bills. And uh, you know, it's not like <laughs> we live lavishly at all. But uh, it just felt like, you know, a, a certain pride in the independence that we have and our unreliance on anyone. Like, neither one of us can or do rely on our parents for anything. Uh, I don't know. Love and support. Well, yeah, but I'm, so, I'm talking about fucking resources and money. Yeah. No, totally. You know, like, the, like brass tacks. It feels like this, the, the skin we're shedding right now is that one where we're like tough guys fucking we got this we're gonna go make our money and then we're gonna fucking put it out into our community shit changed shit changed so drastically that i don't know if we can do the thing we used to do for money yeah and that's why i feel like we're going towards this wholeheartedly because we're like okay this probably hasn't made us money and the potential for it to make us money may be slim but we might as well put a lot of work into what we like doing and see what happens now that we have this because you have the spaciousness we've always had the spaciousness but there's like this kind of um i don't know fuck it like do whatever do everything do the thing then that's what i, I mean like i have friends talk to griff's like yeah you're i want to do the thing too i'm gonna do the thing shout mm. out to griff i know you're gonna do the thing so i'm psyched for you yeah yeah and there's lots of things like that for us so to me to be aware of this process that's going down be aware that i'm shedding something and that maybe the things the, the way we were doing things before doesn't apply to this the new paradigm we're in oh yeah because i i mean be, are you talking about like us starting a patreon sure if you want <laughs> well i mean i think that's kind of what you're saying because we like for so long we're just like we're not gonna i mean that was i feel like that is not even something we consciously decided it's something that just started happening it was like oh we're doing this thing that kind of needs to be behind a paywall because it's a little more sensitive our radio show well i mean it got taken off of all platforms basically at one point spotify took down our feed because of our church of chill episodes which are licensed music spotify took it down we lost 7500 subscribers yeah. Just like that. And, and I, we got it back up and then SoundCloud fucking started threatening to take us down. So we had to sit there and shed the skin. We had to delete every fucking episode that we've done in the past five years. Podcasts and Church of Chill episodes. It was just like, what a night. Yeah. We were just like. Talk about shedding. I feel a lot lighter in Me some too. ways. Because it's too. like, okay, that happened. Mm-hmm. You know when you there's like artists you really like and, and they do one thing and you see this movie and you're like, wow, they're so 
brilliant. They just did this one movie and they did it perfectly the first time. And like, wow, that's so intimidating maybe, but maybe I could do that. But then you learn a little bit more about them and they're mm. like, oh, they did this thing for 10 years and then they did this for 10, thing, 10 years. And then you realize that every little thing culminated to them doing that epic thing that really yeah. made you feel like, wow, that's really impressive. Yeah. And there is something that every time I see that happen with someone where I'm like, oh my God, this guy's so amazing. He just like, he just pulled this brilliance out of nowhere. And then I find out a little bit about him or her. And I'm like, oh no, you've been working for that thi- towards that thing for 30 years. Yeah. At first it's discouraging because it's like, fuck, I'm 30 years away from that awesome thing (laughs) but then it's also very encouraging because it's like just start doing the thing to lead to the thing to lead to the thing yeah just like keep doing it like like i think of our friend uh duncan trussell Mm -hmm. you know people see he's having a moment earlier this year or whatever this year with he he has a netflix show they they made his podcast into a netflix show the animated thing called uh midnight gospel midnight gospel and like he's he's blowing up and it's like, whoa, where did this guy come from? This guy came out of nowhere. Well, if you knew anything about him, you'd know that he has been working his ass off at all of this stuff for 20 plus years. Oh, even with um, the Duncan Trussell family hour, when I first got turned on to that five years ago and it just felt so fucking epically huge. It was like, oh, but five years before that, he had the lavender hour yeah. with his girlfriend and yeah. And so yeah, that's a that's a perfect example. He got really good at it and he got really good at his comedy and he kept nurturing it. All comedians, that's why comedians are super inspiring. Oh, totally. Because anytime you get swept up in their act, guarantee you they're 10 plus years deep in it. Right. Just the, the, for some reason you have to figure out how to work that muscle as a comedian. There's no getting around it. And it's re- what's really funny is over the years, you've seen this, people fucking project, um, it's, I don't know what you would even call this, what they project on me, but they'll be like, writing me an email, I'm a fan of your films, let's get on the, let's get on the phone. Okay, cool, I'll get on the phone with anybody, you know, I'll hear you out for a little bit. If I talk to you twice, we're probably, we're probably jiving pretty good. But um, people get on the phone with me, and it's like, all these questions that are basically like, what's the shortcut? Like you did this, I must be able to, to do it. What's the shortcut? Who did you know? What camera did you use? What camera and lenses? You know, all that kind of stuff is just them projecting that. They think that there must be, they're, they're not assuming. I've been working on making films since I'm 16 years old. Yeah, that like Florida man was a culmination of this, like these, you going to the mall with your friend Joe and like fucking with people and having oh, a funny time. Totally, the, the whole... <laughs> if I really ever wanted to get fucking vulnerable, I would go back through those tapes and put together a little movie. Do you have some of them? I thought they were all stolen. No, I have them all. Oh, we have to go through I don't have stuff from when I was like 21 to 25. That stuff's probably too inappropriate anyway. But 18, yeah, 18 to to 21, basically, I didn't drink, I didn't party, I fucking was commuting to college watching movies, writing a lot of papers and watching the Simpsons and hanging out with my friend Joe down in Florida. And we would, I had a little video camera and we would just go out every Friday, Saturday night and, um, film weirdos. Like basically what our film Florida man ended up being, we made the much more crude version of it back in 1999. Mm. And, uh, it was wild and it was fun. And it like, 
it made me the person that by the time the the download came to me about make a movie called Florida Man, that I knew I was the right guy. Right. It led me there. So th- there, there's like a there's a confidence in that movie that I think other people couldn't pull off. But I had immersed myself in that as well as filmmaking. Totally. And I think it's fair to say that, you know, when you are doing a shortcut when you're seeing how someone else does it and then you're just doing it that way you can shortcut but you're still shortcutting to your first step you know like that's not like what you're going to be is whatever your first step is after um like uh cop in someone's style because i think that's what all artists do they start you know i'm trying to paint like i get inspired by certain people and i'm trying to like find my own style but you kind of have to take what you like from different styles and Mm. and figure out what their shortcuts are to really it just is a it's the first step oh totally and like since we're talking about florida man um that movie of anything we've made uh has had so many copycats and people attempt to do their version of it because it looks on the surface it looks like oh anyone could do this yeah like oh any uh, oh shit i know I I can get a handheld camera and a nice lens and fucking go up to weirdos and people have attempted it. I haven't always taken that well. For the most part, I have. We had <laughs> I've had people send me like basically someone sent me a video like, "Hey, I made a Florida man in Australia. Here's Adelaide man," and I'm like, "Oh, cool!" And it's like you know, it's kids trying their thing and knowing they're at the first step. Mm-hmm. They're at the first. This is maybe the first thing they ever made. Florida Man inspired them. They're now going around their town interviewing people in that style, and putting it together in that style. And it's really cool. I'm like, oh wow, Florida Pan- Florida Man's like a little genre in itself. And I like cheer these kids on and everything. We had one guy though, that is a um, he makes branded content for a living, but he had never made a film, and he befriended us after Florida Man to. I don't know. We I thought we were just friends, but he was a, he was always asking. Remember, he was always asking a lot of questions. Mm. Yeah, I mean, when I look back on it, I guess if we're going to exercise this a little bit, when I look back on it, I kind of knew what he was up to. Like I, I knew what he was asked. But when it when he when I saw the f- finished product, which you never even saw, I was like, wow, like you didn't take. I, this film allowed you to see yourself as an artist and that's beautiful and you captured some beautiful moments and everything but it felt like um you know with the same edits the same shots the same angles there were just too many similarities that I was like okay well you still need to figure out your artistic fingerprint and yeah, it's someone that doesn't know who they are but that's their first step and I think that we didn't respond well to it at the time because it was just like so no, it felt like we I called were him a little bitch <laughs> literally <laughs> went from having pizza with this guy laughing our asses off to like a week later i'm like yo you're a little bitch and i'm pretty sure i said if i see you on the streets i might fucking want to choke you you know and i never even saw this thing but it was just such a fucking like like ugh, you're gross you're gross you fucking came into my life to try to get some of my juju so you could fucking apply it to your fucking piece of shit. Well, I think that's where you the know? real hurt Ugh. is because the real hurt isn't in because like we're saying like, oh, OK, everything's a first step. We're inspired by people. People are inspired by us. It's it's like this a beautiful flow of life that is unavoidable. You can't you can't step off the flow of inspiration of other people. And Absolutely. Everything. Um, but I think what what hurt is sometimes feeling like, Oh, I thought we were building a friendship, but it just seemed like you so. were doing recon. Okay. I thought this was, I thought it was real, but now I'll know better. 
I feel I feel like that was also just a moment for us, and I think that if that happened again, you wouldn't respond as badly, and neither would I, because there's something that has to do with like personal insecurity that leads mm-hmm. to a moment of such frustration about something like that. Mm. Whoa. Because if you're confident in your thing, no one like no. One. I mean, like that's the thing. Like intellectually, I'm like I'm so confident in that in all of our work, but when you see such a ripoff out there, you didn't even see it though. <laughs> Oh, I, trust me, I took your word because you are the <laughs> last person that is trying to ruffle my feathers unnecessarily. I know. You, I almost, if anything, you're you're trying to pat my feathers down. I know. I almost no. have like some serious regret about being like brutally honest with you about that one. Yeah. Yeah. But then the, then we did have that moment of redemption where Isaac, who shot Florida Man, watched it and was like, in the first two minutes, he was like, oh, wow. Wow. Like, like holy shit, they <laughs> fucking ripped us off. Whatever. It's all besides the point. The, the, the funny thing is about that movie in particular, a mushroom got us into that mess. And the mushroom uh, could also communicate the fucking the solution to, to getting out of the mess. That's yeah. how you felt the other day. You've been kind of avoiding doing mushrooms with me for like mm. probably months, maybe maybe years at this point. And... Finally, I guess I wore you down. I told you I'd like exercise 12 times in a month, which I like have. Wait, does that count? That was part of the deal? Yeah. I thought I would have to take more mushrooms to get you to exercise that Well, much. maybe you get six exercises. Okay, cool. Because we didn't do that big of a dose. That big of a dose. But you. It's, a, it's what we call a meta dose. Yeah. Why do you call it a meta dose? That's like what James Peach calls it. Okay. My boy. We're going to yeah. see him a little later. Um. Yeah, we took a meta dose and... Man, this is actually a really funny story. <laughs> we took a meta dose. Like, uh, I think I was recording a Church of Chill. I did a Ween episode, mm-hmm. which go on our Patreon. Church of Chill is alive and well. There's an amazing Discord. Pe- the conversation's flowing. People are sharing such dope shit. Um, and like, we've put a lot of fucking free shit out into the world. All of our shit, everything we've ever done, free. Never had an advertiser. Never will. We're the advertiser now. Go to fucking Church of Chill on Patreon and throw us a couple ducats if you like our shit. And hop on the Discord and start sharing some YouTube videos and some music and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, I was making a beautiful introduction to Ween episode of Church of Chill that is now live. And um, I came when, when we came out of it, it was like 6 o'clock at night and you were like, let's take these mushrooms. And I was like, okay, whatever. So... We took some mushrooms and we're like, we were, we were grooving. Like it was all right. We were ha- like, I was expecting a crazier come up to tell you the truth. I, like that's usually the part of the mushroom that I can't handle is like when it really gets a hold of me. Um, but I've been in a mode lately of, of releasing and releasing attachment and shedding. So I think it really helped. They started to hit us and we were like, let's go down to the park. Like, let's get down there. Mm-hmm. And we just grabbed the blanket and went down to the park and it was it was just insanely overstimulating down there. Yeah, it was too much. It was it like it was just like what the fuck did we think was gonna be? It's a s- perfect Saturday, summer 2020 when no bars are open. There was just a million people in the park, competing DJs, music, fucking terrible fucking music, terrible. God damn, what I do mean, people listen to? It's like on the Let's fringe. Let's get some guitars and real drums. It's on the fringe of being music, right? Like, it's like somewhere between, not even a drone. Like, I feel like a drone holds you. I feel like this is just like, 
tittering, tittling on the outside of your senses, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, like, I can get down with some weird shit, like vaporwave and ambient stuff and experimental. And, like, you you hear what I listen to. It's fucking freaky. The most boring elevator music ever. And like it seems beats. like everybody, yeah, yeah, like, just beats. <laughs> It wasn't even that good. That's better than it was. I could have even listened to this. Yeah. So anyway, we're down there and it's like, it's just one of those moments like, I was like, fuck, the mushrooms are really hitting me now and I'm not going to easily be able to like kind of just get off this fucking blanket or whatever. Music's coming from everywhere. So I like start like taking, I take off my hat, I take off my glasses, I take off my shirt. Like I like pull my shorts all the way up and I'm just like letting the sun hit me and I'm just trying to fucking breathe and you're just like laying there melting and I'm, like, realizing how much I, I have to, like, almost shut out of the mushroom trip just to shut out the music. Like, when you're trying to, like, cut off frequencies because they're killing you, like, you're holding out a part of the mushroom trip in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why Terrence McKenna always says, take five grams and sit in silent darkness. That's when you'll fucking see the Lord, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're the doing the opposite. Instead, we're overstimulated in the park. No darkness fucking anywhere. No silence anywhere. And I'm sitting there like full lotus just trying to keep my spine straight and breathe. And um, at my most vulnerable moment, I'm like next to naked, tripping my balls off. Music is fucking overstimulating me in every way. Uh, Carrie comes walking up to us. Our sweet little sexy exy. And I hadn't seen her since we kind of officially broke things off. Mm-hmm. So, what the fuck? She doesn't even live in this neighborhood. She comes walking up to us with like four friends, looking fucking incredible. Like, she's so beautiful. Like, it's crazy. And I just was just like, what the fuck? Like, this is as vulnerable as I get right now. This is crazy. This, like, the, the chances of running into her, I just would feel like would be so fucking low. Not only that, when we had had our little breakup closing ceremony two weeks earlier, feelings were really raw. And I think we all agreed, like, let's not talk for two weeks, which is a great fucking intentional thing to do, I think, during any breakup. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Done this on multiple breakups, and it's been much needed. Yes. But you didn't stick to it, and neither did Carrie. You guys are fucking chatting the whole goddamn time. We, we, okay. You're being sweeties. Yeah. You're, you're sweeties. But, like, I'm, like, kind of just, like, I'm a little sad. I'm just going through the, the stages of grief. Like, you know, I went through a different stage every day. Mm-hmm. And, but, but I went through it, and I was feeling in a good place. And um, I didn't even realize it, but that maybe exact moment was two weeks from when we said that. Right. And she just comes walking out of the sunshine, all, like, cute and angelic. And we were just like, hey, what up? And just kind of. You know, she, you could tell, like, she didn't feel necessarily welcomed by my energy because I hadn't talked to her in a couple of weeks and whatever. It was just like, oh, man, bummer. And, like, she said hi and introduced us to her friends and kept it moving. And um, then we were like, let's get the fuck out of this park. Like, what the, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Fuck this park. Fuck this park. What the hell? Fuck these beats. What is this portal that is this park down there? Why doesn't anyone play rock and roll? Why wouldn't anyone... Fucking sit here playing Thin Lizzy, <laughs> Jethro Tull, Frank Zappa. 
play some fucking Zappa. Imagine how fucking freaky deaky it would be down there. Anyway, so yeah, we come back upstairs and we're chilling, just listening to music, having a good time, processing a lot of stuff. You weren't having as good a time on this trip, I could tell. Like, this was work. Mm. And I kind of went into it knowing it was work, so when it wasn't as much work, I was a little like, oh. Yeah. But you kind of had that, like, that little furl in your brow that you get when you're, like, concentrating too hard. You kind of had that a little bit the whole night. Yeah. Probably because you're planning a big psychedelic sleepover called Space Camp. Yeah. No, it's it's been really cool because, like, I think we're pretty much at capacity. Um, so if you didn't make it into this one, we're going to be doing other ones in the future. Well, that's the benefit of being on our Patreon because... You'll be the first to know. Those pioneers who joined us in that digital space were the first to know about this and they secured their spots. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess I just had, like, a lot of things I was coming at me or processing or I, don't, I was you, the, what the fuck i was thinking too much i was like <laughs> oh i'm thinking too much i don't, don't know what to say like, that's the thing about a metadose yeah it's like you, you can, can still think you can maintain your ego and think about things and you get it's easy to like get off track and and think that you're getting somewhere mm. and so i honestly like i felt like i reverted for a minute to like older versions of Cass that you know thinks she could figure out the answer if she just you know remembers <sighs> to think about the thing and then, then you know <laughs> I remember her. Yeah, she's cute. She was cute. This her. is way cuter, though. This is. I literally was forming like a permanent, fur, bur, bur, like you mentioned that brow thing. No like, way. No, I not. Oh, back then. Back then, like seven years ago, six years ago. Yeah. I look would look in the mirror and I would like have this like permanent worry lines, and <clears throat> you just were like cast like, and so you kind of just trained me to like relax my face and relax my eyebrows and like I literally just like would push it down. And like motivate to let it all go. Yeah. And it, it's like well, because fucking the most worthy pursuit I've ever <laughs> taken on. Well, you can't hide it. Like, yeah. Your face tells everything. Like if you're trying to lie, it's so obvious. If you're trying to hold in a secret or a joke or, you know, you want to tell a punchline, you know, like you could, you, your face is the dead giveaway. So when you look worried, you usually are. So why not? train yourself to not look worried and see if it does any inward work for you. you know? Yeah. It's I, with anxiety when I used to have a lot worse anxiety, um, uh, you know, I would feel it in my heart before I would even think about it intellectually. I was like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm anxious about, but mm. my heart would just start being like, my chest would be really tight. And it, it felt like physic you could physically induce anxiety was physically induced where the first sign of it was a physical manifestation wow but yeah anyway mushrooms are great for it and i don't i didn't even have like a bad trip this was a good trip i'm glad i had it it was very subtle and kind and and sacred and and reminders and yeah but maybe not as good of a time as you had because you were preparing for at the point you said let's finally do the mushrooms i like wasn't even trying to tr- do anything that night i like changed my mind i was like on a whole different trip and then but then you're like okay let's do it and i was like oh okay you know yeah i mean it w- it was time to do it and i'm like I-, I don't know why i'm avoiding these things whatever so yeah after we chilled for a while i would just uh i texted carrie and i was like yo i'm sorry uh i was tripping really hard when when you came by and that was so quick but you know i got mad love for you homie like you're the best it's all good 
And she wrote back like, oh, my God, this text means so much to me. I thought you were mad. And I was like, no, I'm, I was just sad. And she was just, she said, I'm beaming you all the love that I have. And we were just, we were being sweet to each other. And I think the mushroom has a lot to do with forgiveness. Yeah. I like was like so attracted to you. I was like, you seem like. I'm so attracted to you when you, like, are embodying that, like, kind, sweet, like, no one could upset you kind of energy. Well, God, does the mushroom help with that? Yeah, and that's probably why I've been, like, kind of, like, nudging you. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. babe, like, I'll exercise if you take mushrooms. Yeah, the mushroom will come in and just be like, hey, buddy, stop. Stop your bullshit. And I'm like, I don't have any bullshit. And they're like, that's your bullshit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it it was just, like, one of those so clear because honestly it might not have come up i might have kept the carry thing buried even on the mushrooms had she literally not walked up right and i was like oh i guess i'm gonna have to sort out my karma and you know by the time they were wearing off i was like oh, i could i'll send her a text this isn't like it's not like i'm high you know or anything like that and she just so deeply appreciated it. and i could just i could feel this weight lift off both of our shoulders her and I and um yeah it's because it's not fun to make somebody feel like they did something to you <laughs> like you're gonna punch them in the street next time you see them like choke this guy <laughs> yeah like we're laughing about that but like no he's come up before I think on an ayahuasca trip I'm like oh yeah I gotta let all that go I have let it go, but like that's one guy where I'm like do I have to reach out to him and say I've let that go or can I just let it go you know yeah so who knows I, I might have to, to clean up that mess but the task at hand was carry and whether i liked it or not it needed to be dealt with and i'm just glad i got to deal with it in the best way possible with with love and when my ego tried to reform a couple of days later i just fucking remembered that moment and i'm like okay cool maybe i was high but now i can get free mm -hmm. big difference ramdas talks about this all the time we know how to get high Everybody listening to this knows how to get high and we know what to do to get high. But can you get free? Can you use that heightened perspective in your day to day to get free of the ego games you were playing? Oh, man, I saw this Tim Leary quote the other day that really took me aback, which he basically is like, you're not free if you're in emotion at all. Like right. you're not you're not love like true love. Emotion is like a barrier to true love. Mm it's yeah it's on that it's on that instagram niche if you go back and find the tim leary one it's really good it's like a few weeks old mm. um but okay. yeah this is uh this is this is fun to talk about i feel like this is so loose look we're already talking <laughs> we're already talking what's that supposed to mean well we get on here and we're like we have nothing to say and then we just talk so this is fun we always have something to say but well, it's just like would anyone be interested who fucking knows but this is more of like an infomercial for our patreon oh right? yeah well you know what i was thinking <laughs> this morning is that if we get a certain amount or a certain number of people who join and like throw a dollar or two because you can get everything if you throw fucking probably 10 cents i don't even know what patreon lets whatever you the lowest it. amount is throw us that i whatever. think we suggest like i think we have our tier is two dollars but i think you could do whatever the fuck um and we had someone give us a hundred yes yeah, shout out shout out to you elric um, yeah Kramer. thank you experience and talented very talented artist yeah um 
But I'm thinking that what we're going to use this Patreon money for, which is like, because, you know, we're just going to reinvest in doing fun stuff. Um, don't you think we should get those lavalier mics so we don't look so nerdy? Yeah, I mean, I think that now that we have a visual component to all this, the people deserve to see our ears. You have such beautiful ears. Oh, thanks. You have such beautiful ears, too. That's not what I mean, but it, it just like looks so really Should I show my ears? Yeah, let's see. You're, actually, your ears are very little, and that they're cute for that reason. They're like cute little ears. Yeah, and my sideburns, too. <laughs> um, yeah, so we will be reinvesting in this show to make it better, which... Yeah, we need so a we new. Really we need it. a new iPhone. Well, we really need three new iPhones. We're 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 doing this show off of iPhone three six. iPhones that we bought what, seven years ago, six years ago. Probably like six, five, yes. four. These are like five, six old year old iPhones. We need new ones because the thing that sucks is we can't really f- do this show after hours because they can't pick up the light. Oh, do you think a new iPhone will be better with Hell the light? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. They can expose that. for Oh, anything. and we could also, like, use use it to buy lights. Yeah, we might need so some lights. So we could lights. do a later show. Well, I mean, when the, when it starts getting dark out at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. That is going to be a thing. Yeah, we're going to need lights. So we just, we you know, whatever. The more that that grows, the, the more opportunities we'll have to make this a little bit better and have guests. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I like that we keep, like, changing our setup. So it looks different every time. That's fun. I just can't remember the previous setup, so we just do whatever feels right. I think, yeah. Okay. Well, this has been fun. Okay. Yeah. A little odds and ends. Odds and ends. Yeah. So. Move some energy. That's it. That's what we're doing this for. We're moving energy. So, and I that's I feel like that's become, I've taken, um my energy away from myself a little bit and it's helped me like with painting and yeah. posting my paintings i'm like not that i'm thinking they're not for anyone you know i'm not like oh i really want you to see my painting but what i find is that when i see other people's paintings and that they're moving energy that i feel motivated to move energy myself so i feel like that's kind of the goal of this podcast and hopefully it Absolutely. motivates you to move energy in your life and just keep it flowing and we're in this together and we love you guys and let's just have fun and hold down the good vibe and let go of any grudges because they Mm. they lock you up yeah the joke's on you the joke's on you fucking seem like a fool it was Mm. all angry Mm. fucking foolish to be angry um so Let it all go. Have a great time. Peace and love. Peace and love.